welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk church planting, theology, and drink coffee. And welcome to another episode of Rocket Theology. We are now on our bi-weekly schedule just to help with how busy things are getting around the office and the fact that I'm getting more and more focused on the downtown community church church plant. Uh, but today you're going to hear us talk a little bit about last year's Engage conference. I'm sure you've heard us bring it up before. And uh, you're going to want to register for that if you can, if you can make it at all, especially if you're on the province. I mean, it's easier. You drive on out by, come out to town for a bit, you know, Grab a, some Wendy's because you can't get it off, town off the Avalon. But the Engage, I'll introduce you last now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the uh, Engage conference is happening at the end of April, April 28th, 29th, followed by Calvary's dedication service. So uh, you're going to want to be here for that. And we've got some great speakers, some great content. Um, but uh, for now, we're going to look at the last Engage conference last year. And I have Robert Noble here. What are you at, who I think has PTSD from the last engagement. <laughs> yeah, I'm just get, starting to get over it now, but I'll have flashbacks soon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you get speechless during this podcast, you know why. I just stare off into space. <laughs> <laughs> I also have David Drover. Hi, everybody. Townies, boy. Um, yeah, so guys, talk to me a little bit about Engage last year. Like, what, what were some highlights that you can think of? Actually, People are probably more curious now. So, Robert, like, why would you have PTSD? From <laughs> last say, you set that up pretty well there. <laughs> so, last year, uh, I started work a week before the Engage conference. Brand new to ministry. Was Brand like, new to ministry. Was it a week? I thought it was like four days before. It probably something. wasn't even a full week. I, I can't quite remember exactly, but it was... It's all blurs together. I was pretty, probably. I was I was pretty green. I was pretty green going into it. And uh, He's more yellow now, though. Uh, yeah, I'm starting to slowly... <laughs> transformed there but i don't know if i understand the analogy but i, I, ju- I just picked a color just go with not it. green anymore what if you wanted to be brown i mean you could be brown i guess or red i could be whatever you want what about doesn't matter. blue <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah so you started just before an engaged conference so what was that and that was, that was your first introduction to anything working ministry related like. yes yeah officially yeah being being hired on to a ministry team so yeah, that was that was quite a time. <laughs> that tell, that yeah tells you everything you need to know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, it was a good experience, but it was it was a trial. It was a trial by fire. So uh, we, as you guys remember, we ended up switching venues. I think like a day. Yes, I literally twenty four hours. You guys, you guys remember that? Conference. Yeah. So uh, I will never forget that. <laughs> so yeah, so I was. Uh, uh, given the task of setting up the the sound and making sure all the musicians were set up to practice and perform and uh, in a brand new in a brand new venue with with well, the sound system sound system I've never used before I'm not not familiar with at all um, and it was one of those big digital consoles that looked like you know something from Star Trek or something right lights beeping everywhere and things going up and down anyway so. Uh, we tried to get everyone set up, and there was no sound, and took maybe, what, two or three hours before we even got any sound coming out of the speakers? Yeah, Wireless and even then, were, it was like it a was, lot of the stuff, like, there was phys- there was some sound that you could hear, but it wasn't 
from everything and there was still a pile there was still a pile i I remember we had to pull out some monitors because we just couldn't get the wireless the earbuds working and stuff so yeah it was uh which we didn't even know like that we never owned monitors no so this was the first time i think we ran monitors yeah i believe in a brand new building mind you now yeah so it was uh it was a, the, the musicians who were playing were very patient. God bless them. <laughs> God bless their cotton socks. There you go. That was a good old Newfoundland saying right there. Yeah, I remember God we had a guy visit socks. us, and he, oh my, <laughs> Dave knows this. He was going through the saying, and he got me to repeat a lot because of I have, I guess, the thickest accent on staff before Robert came on. Um, but uh, he got to say, and he looked at Dave, and he said, so if I say any of these things, now we told him not to say some Iris on that. <laughs> you got to beat that out. I, I, told, I told him to save that for his wife. <laughs> I said, don't say that to him. <laughs> um, but uh, he chose, God bless my, your cotton socks, right? Yep. And so he goes today. Actually, Dave, you tell it because you can do it really well. Oh, I don't know if I can do it very well. But anyways, he's, so he came up to you guys. I don't know what to say. And he's like, so you're telling me that if I walk up to somebody on the side of the road and go, God bless your cotton socks, <laughs> that they they won't look at me funny? And I was like. Yeah, no, they're gonna look at you funny. <laughs> like if you say, if you it, say like it like that, that. <laughs> if you say it that slow, you might get a few. If you pronounce every syllable and say it that slow, then yes, they will look at you like you have about it twenty heads. Twenty heads, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, guys, that's that's like you know some of the traumatizing moments. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty hectic because we also it was the first time we also tried to do um, well, it was the first trips. ever conference too, right? Like we didn't yeah. done even a conference before, right? And we also had Thomas Hyman here of uh, Hyman Def- Definition, Hyman Definition. Yeah, I, I believe think. so. Yeah, um, you know, shameless shout out to him uh, for his excellent work that he does. Uh, but he was here doing video for us, and we did interviews, and that's actually we have a video of me, and like having a. <laughs> full-on doofy conversation with myself. Get um, with yourself. <laughs> Nobody else understood you, except for me. I got you. Lauren was there. Lauren, Lauren knew exactly oh, Lauren what I was saying. Oh, Lauren got you too, yeah. yeah. She, she would know. Uh, I can remember Thomas looking at me and being like, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I can't explain anything you just said. <laughs> um, and we also, because we moved trans, uh, sorry, because we moved venues, it, we had vision trips during the conference and after the conference. Um, and that was just, it was just a very hectic time. We, a lot of lessons learned, um, but, uh, I'm looking forward to the second one and what that's going to be like and, you know, how we can improve upon it. But guys, what are some, um, positive things that you took from Engage, like from the speakers, from the sessions, even conversations you had with anyone during that weekend? What, what are some of the positive things that you took away? Yeah. I mean, I can jump in here. I think. One of the cool, really, really cool things about Engage last year um, was just meeting a bunch of different people and kind of getting to know them. And specifically for me, so um, I was involved with a lot of the music and things like that. And we had a bunch of people fly in to help us with that, which was really cool, Um, which also in some ways added to the stress level because it was like the first time meeting these guys. And here we were with like all these issues and all that kind of stuff. but like we had Saul here from 20 Schemes. We had Johnny Markin from Cloverdale Baptist and Pat from Midtown and um, Rob as well from uh, Cornerstone in, in Ontario. And it was just really cool. I mean, I knew Pat before, but meeting these other three guys and getting to chat with them and even just seeing 
the different ways that they were able to lead, um, both just from even from the the kind of inside view of how they led a practice and a band to the um, more public view of how they chose to do their liturgy and things like that and how they still kept the gospel at the center and yet led in their own way, um, which I thought was really, really cool, you know, to have a guy like Saul lead from singing on a cajon with a pretty low-key setup to, you know, having a guy like Johnny, who I think has literally sung in front of crowds of 10,000 um, and, you know, leading the band and singing. It was, it was, it was really cool just to, to see the different ways they did that, but still, you know, obviously making or lifting Jesus really high. And it was, it was really cool. Um, so I, th- I think for me, a lot of the, a lot of what was really exciting about last year and positive was just getting to meet people from across our country and kind of, um, just develop a bond, you know, with them and, and I'm excited that many of them are going to be coming back this year. So yeah, we're hoping to have Johnny back. Um, we're hoping to have Rob Goddard back. No, Rob Goddard is coming back. Sorry. Um, and we've got another guy, uh, Nate Milliken. Um, that I've never met, but uh, you know, I'm really excited to hear him speak in one of our main sessions. Uh, and we got some more 20 schemes people coming back. He'll be doing breakout sessions, and it's going to be some really good stuff. Robert, what's what's some highlights that you've had? Well, like like I spoke about earlier, despite being pretty stressed at first, um, once the conference started, it seemed like that sort of lifted a little bit. I remember, I think it was the first night we all sang, uh, I think it was the first night, we all sang Holy, 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 just a cappella. And the whole room, everyone was just singing and, and praising God and just like all the stress and all the anxiety that just went away, you know? Mm. And uh, it just made me feel like it was all worth it. Mm. Um, and, you know, like like David said, just meeting all the, the new people that came in and building relationships with those guys, it was just, it was a good experience overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the other things, too, just like on a personal note, something I was really challenged by, I was actually chatting with Saul, and he was, uh, I mean, obviously, as, as music leaders and stuff like that, we, we want to value congregational singing, and he had really challenged me that weekend, kind of like, if you're going to, if this is the, the conviction that you have, that it's important and that you want to encourage it, like, what are you doing as a leader to encourage singing? And at that point, like, I had never really sang or anything like that before, in front of people. So, like, that was kind of, in a lot of ways, the start of me kind of getting on a journey of trying to practice singing a lot more, even, like, before I'd actually put a mic to my, like, to my mouth and sing, but, like, even just to mouth words and, and start singing while I'm playing and things like that. Um, and to be honest, like, I'm super glad that he was willing to challenge me. I mean, met the guy literally for like 10 minutes and like we were chatting about that kind of stuff already. Um, and that was really, you know, sometimes it just takes somebody to kind of poke, poke at you a little bit and challenge you to to really spark something. Um, so that was one personal thing that was just really great from that conference that has led to now, you know, just recently I've kind of been singing a lot more at church and things like that. And, um, it's been fantastic, super, you know, um, happy to be doing that. It's been really freeing from a leading, leading perspective and yeah, it's just been great. So, um, if, I mean, I don't know if Saul will ever listen to this, but if you do, thank you, Saul, <laughs> for that little push. But one of the things I took away from it, um, was Matthew Spanley Davidson's session on uh, church planting. And he said something that we've used a bit now, but he said the 
the Great Commission is church planting. And uh, that really hit me. Like, this is probably the, probably, sorry, the best way for us to go about sharing the gospel with our neighbors, sharing the gospel in our communities, in our cities, in our provinces, like wherever you find yourself. That local church being God's tool to share his gospel, like through his people, through his, um, pastors through just even just the average lay person right like this is how we do it we do it through local churches through church planting and if there are unreached areas like let's, let's start a church there and you know part of the engaged conference is building healthy churches in atlantic canada and that's a way that we can do it because again church plants kind of breathe new life at times into areas that you know are a little stagnant a little stale New church plants aren't shown to be a threat at all. And, you know, as long as you don't have someone coming in trying to, you know, steal your people or anything, mm-hmm. um, they're not a threat to established churches, right? It it it, it invigorates those around you um, to seek more, right? Like if if there's a new church starting, and so and there's hype about it, and people go check it out, but like, oh, it's not really for me, but. Oh, there's, you know, another church down the street. Like, how do they do things, right? Like, you, you don't have to go to that church, but it, it invigorates and it re it, it reengages. <laughs> there, there he said it. There, yeah. Engage. It, it reengages the community, right? And kind of stirs up those spiritual appetites that something has happened and, you know, maybe I should look into this, whether it's at this new church or another church. It's not a threat. And I just love the idea of the fact of completing and fulfilling the Great Commission through church planting, mm-hmm. right? Because churches make disciples. Churches, you know, you, you hold baptisms there. You share within the Lord's Supper, Um you encourage another one on, you grow in Christ, and then you go and you start another church, and you keep that going. And that's something that we haven't seen in our province for a very, very long time. Like, most denominations here have been established for so long, um, and a lot are waning, a lot are, you know, drifting a, a bit theologically, and it's it would just be so nice to see healthy churches and just see that stirred up again in our province. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And to just just any example to kind of get into the Bible a little bit. I mean, I think a lot of the um, like reasoning for that statement because that's a pretty bold statement, right? The Great Commission is church planning. Like, the, like there's a lot of talk about the Great Commission, and I don't know if I've ever heard anybody actually say it like that before. So bluntly, yeah. Yeah, but but like I think just in case anybody's wondering out there, like when he says that Matthew twenty eight, I think. Th- a lot of the way that Matthew went on to argue that point was the disciples and the, well, I guess the apostles were given that commission. And then what do you actually see them go and do? Like, how did they fulfill that? Right. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they, they planted churches, right. So, which is everything you were saying. So that's kind of the, you know, they were given that commission and this is how they did it. So why do we try and do anything differently? We should keep planting churches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Well, what were some big takeaways for you, Robert? Like, you know, did you have any good conversations? What was your view of ministry even after after that? Yeah, because would this have been like the first? I mean, you you would have gone to what's known here locally in Newfoundland called YC, but yeah. this probably would have been your first taste of a of a different kind of a conference. 
Because yeah. like this would have looked more kind of, well, I mean, I think of things like TGC and stuff like that, which I've been to some others. But would this have been like your first experience? This is that first like, Baptist conference. It's my first, first Baptist, Baptist conference. <laughs> just say it, David. Come on. Just, well, <laughs> it's not just Baptist, Adam. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, like overall, it was a good experience. Um, you know, I will admit for the first day or so, I, I found it hard to take a little bit of it in just because of, you know, the stress and, and it was so hectic. And I was like, trying not to have a mental meltdown for the first, yeah. you know, for the first yeah. little bit, uh, trying to, you know, be stable and all that. Um, but towards the end of it, I could definitely see that God was moving into place and, and that mm-hmm. hearts were being stirred, uh, towards the gospel and church planting in Newfoundland in general. Um, it was good to meet a few people. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll be a little bit more engaging this year uh and yeah i'd say it again get another one in there uh and talk to some more people but i'm you know i'm speaking to pat and and those guys and the musicians like like you mentioned saul um and and just to talk about saul again i remember at the height of the stress we were all you know at practice we were all like man what are we going to do what are we going to do and uh and i remember saul just stopping and being like everyone needs to chill and we're going to pray. And that completely just changed the, mm-hmm. changed the whole atmosphere of the place. And yeah, like it was, it was, it was great overall. And I'm yeah. looking forward to the next one. So, yeah. And that's a great, like, just to highlight, like, I think you actually just, you know, shared actually a pretty significant thing in ministry. Like, cause so often in ministry, you know, you're, you're on front, you're in display or whatever, and that can be pretty stressful, like for a lot of reasons, or, or maybe there's stuff on in the background that not everybody knows about, but there's a lot of stresses in this job. And yet, you know, we, we can tend to focus on them, but so often what we need to do is, is even though there are stresses there, we need to focus on Christ and just your whole example of like how I was feeling all this. But then, you know, when I, when we just started singing, mm. like I kind of was able to refocus and be like, you know what, like this is all worth it. Like yep, God is absolutely. good. And I, I think that's a really cool lesson just for anybody, even in ministry, right? The fact that, you know, yes, it will be stressful. There will be tensions, but it's like, but it's worth it because we're doing this for Jesus because we get to know Jesus and be with him and praise him and, you know, lead his people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, that's really cool. I don't know about you guys, but um, I can remember having conversations with even people who came on vision trips from churches that had already supported us, came to check out the conference, came, you know, the, some of these churches were churches that supported us without seeing the area, so they came to see the see the need, um, but they went back home with a new, renewed passion for church planting in their, in their provinces. Yeah right and in their communities and that was really such a blessing to see that you know they didn't just come and see the need they didn't just come and eat a lot of delicious deep fried food because <laughs> mary browns <laughs> i did take in mary browns actually um of course but uh, the fact that they were blessed by the conference and even though we say it's for building healthy churches in atlantic canada which we do we want to see god move in our region but it doesn't mean that you can't come and, and you know take get something away from this. All these Absolutely. messages are designed so that you can take them home with you, and we want to encourage you. And this year's theme is anchored in Christ. 
which I'm really excited about to see how our church planting, our identities, our value, our music can all be anchored in Christ and what that means for church planting and women's ministry and the list goes on. But I, I really feel like this is going to be a really big conference and I really hope that people could walk away just as inspired as they did last year. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned too, like we do have that building dedication at the end of... And that's another big right. thing is that we have our yeah. own building this time. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's something that's nice. I'm looking very much forward to. No venue change, Lord willing, and we will be in our own system. Tech is known, music's known, and I mean, to be honest, I just love the sanctuary in our buildings. so great for singing. And, and yeah, even just so think good. about it, right? Like, I mean, Dave, we worked in Steve's basement in 2019. <laughs> I know. And we rented the Seventh-day Adventist church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which feels like an and age ago. It feels like forever ago. But it was literally less than a year. Right? Because like, the, conf- the last Engage conference, or sorry, not less than a year. It was about a year. Because the last Engage conference was the first time we ever rented True Life. Yeah, and so in 2020 is when we first got these offices. And then last year, 2022, um, was our first Engage conference. So, But just how much has changed and like the venue changes and just trying to figure out what God has in store for Calvary and Model and Mission. And now Calvary has its own building finally in Mount Pearl. Yep. Um, that's, it's, it's such an amazing story and no one here can take credit for it. Like no, no staff, no pastors, no, no elder, no one. Cause it was all God moving and directing us this way. Yeah. And it's really exciting to be, to be able to celebrate. We do have some churches coming for vision trips. We have some, Churches already partnered with us coming, and we can celebrate with them about what God has done and also through their faithfulness and giving towards our mission here. Yeah, and I think that's going to be really special, like just having, because there have been some churches and pastors and, and even just individuals who have supported the work of this ministry from pretty much day one, mm-hmm. and they've been so faithful, and they've just loved on us and prayed for us. And the fact that, you know, we can have this conference where they can kind of come like it makes it a little bit more justifiable for the investment to come here right because it's not cheap to come to newfoundland for anything so the fact that we can wrap this kind of all up in one so that they can hopefully come and get encouraged by the conference but also then by the building dedication that we can you know show them that and and you know just spend that time together in celebration of how god is working like i just think that's going to be such a cool and like special moment for not just for us locally, but for all those who have just been so faithful and, you know, blessing us here at Mile One. Like, I'm, I'm super excited. And if you're listening and you're on the edge of it coming, I mean, we're, we're reflecting on the last Engage, and there were so many good conversations, so many friendships made, um, so many great memories of mm-hmm. stress, <laughs> of, you know, walking through this and running around and wondering how we're going to get through this. And then by the grace of God, we did. But then here are people who are going back with a new renewed passion for church planting, um, how they've been encouraged and uplifted by the messages of seeing relationships made, people having meals together who might not have ever had the opportunity to sit down with each other before, whether from Calvary or other churches in the Atlantic region. And just the conversations about, you know, how can we bring this back home and what does this look like? And we had Q&A sessions and a panel discussion, and it's, it was just such all a blessing. So if you're listening and you haven't registered, I do want to encourage you to do that. You know, find a way to make it out here. 
uh, sit down with us, have conversations. Let's talk about church planting. Let's talk about what this looks like, what healthy churches look like in our region. And let's pray together that God is going to move. You know, not that Newfoundland is special, but um, that we can maybe start something from here that will mm-hmm. overtake the rest of the region. Yeah. And, and I mean, sorry, Adam, was that where you finished that thought? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, too, like, so, because I think that this is, I mean, it's great, you know, Adam, I totally agree for anybody listening to this, but also, like, for the people locally, you know, whether maybe you're around the Bay or whatever, like, Rob, I, I guess I'm just wondering, like, what would you say, because you pretty much came to this, I mean, you've been coming to Calvary for a bit. Yep. But, again, kind of more, with, like, like, a bit more fresh, you know, a bit more new to it. So like, what, what would you, like, would you encourage people, you know, from out around the, from middle arm or from, you know, Pentecostal background on the island to come out? Yeah. I just thinking like a hundred percent, like you're, you're bound to take something uh, out of it for sure. I know, uh, I'll just speak on behalf of my mother-in-law, um, who's, who attends a uh, Pentecostal church out around the Bay where I'm from. Mm. And I mean, she came in for the conference and my father-in-law and they just, they just loved it. And they, they're already registered to come back this year. Oh, awesome. And, you know, I think it just gave her a, a renewed, you know, she just she just wanted to go out and... and it's a fresh encouragement. Yeah, some encouragement, yeah. I guess you could say. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. They really, they were really blessed by it. So, yeah. Come on in. <laughs> come on in. And, and anybody listening from where did you catch that? And Rob went, yeah. Yeah, that was just natural. Yeah, that's <laughs> natural. That's the uh, that's the Bayman draw there. Yeah. That's yeah, genuine. I've caught right myself there. so much lately, even just saying "antha." <laughs> oh, I always say I I unapologetically say that. I don't even catch myself. I just go for it. Like that Antha. cold snap we had a couple of weeks ago. Um, I was like, go yeah, on the I, car. I need to go on the car, and I was like, oh, darn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, was, that you, had to, you had to catch yourself there too, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, guys, for joining and thinking back on the good and the bad. <laughs> mostly um, good. Mostly, mostly good. good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it worked. It was, the it was bad a, was more the preparation. The it conference was our first itself. attempt at the yeah, conference, awesome. right? I mean, this yeah. is only our second attempt, and hopefully, we're still going to get stuff wrong. But uh, oh, hundred percent. You know, we want to look around this table. We want to meet with brothers. And s- <laughs> 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 we want to meet with brothers and sisters across the region, and even for some across Canada, so that we can see God reach this place for His glory. Right. Um, so come on out if you want more details. You can find it on mawamission.ca. If not, you can contact either myself, Dave, or Robert, or any of the staff really. Uh, but we would love to have you join us and come on out. Until next time. You've been listening to Rugged Theology. Rugged Theology is brought to you by Mile One Mission. If you want to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland and Labrador, visit www.mileonemission.ca.